uh, hey, uh, where's my shirt? Anybody seen my shirt? <laughs> no, no, seriously, where's my shirt? This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. My name is Anthony, and this podcast is called The VoiceOver's Journey. You know, this podcast is all about helping the voiceover artist who's on a journey to become a full-time VO. Tonight, we have a really special episode because I'm super excited to be talking about actually uh, how to create your own demo. So, you know, it's a huge, huge thing in the voiceover industry. Um, It is probably the number one way that you can market yourself uh, is your own demo. You need one. Uh, You can do a few little things without a demo, but about 90% of everything uh, that you're going to market yourself uh, with is, is a demo. And then all the different platforms and and different marketing methods all use a demo at the core of of that strategy. So tonight I want to talk about how to create your own DIY demo. And I'm really excited about this because I've put together my own DIY demo recently and it was really exciting. There's so much out there about, um, you know, you've got to work with a professional. You've got to have it done right. Uh, you got to spend the money. Uh, sometimes demos can cost two, three thousand dollars, and um, you know y- you want a professional demo. And and I don't think that any of us uh, ever um, think that we're never going to have one. But you know when you're just starting out, you know when you're just starting out, you're real green. Like you've been in the business a couple of weeks, a month, even a year. You know, maybe you, you're not making a lot of money or maybe you've made just a little bit of money. You know, you, you can't drop two, $3,000 on a demo. So it's really nice to be able to make your own. So tonight I'm going to go over just a couple of things that you can do to make your own demo and get you up and running so that you can get on some some sites that you can start marketing yourself and, you know, start marketing yourself a little bit to, uh, you know, through social media as well as do some direct marketing. I will say that there are a lot of professionals who are, you know, marketing themselves and they are using commercial um, or, or, or professionally done demos. And, you know, if you go out into the marketplace and your demo is lacking, you know, you're going to uh, be held back by that. But, you know, I have to tell you, um, you know, there is the, you know, either you, the, the chicken or the egg, right? What comes first, the chicken or the egg? So this is, this is kind of where I've come to now after being in, in voiceover for over a year, is that um, if you wait until you have everything perfect, you're going to be waiting forever. And that includes a demo. So there are a lot of people who say, you know, don't go and try this without a you know, real um, expensive demo, you know, but you can do these little things over here, but don't try to do this. And, you know, maybe they're right, but, you know, I say, well, what the hell? Why not? Give it a shot. What's the worst thing that can happen? Nothing. I mean, that's already happening now, so you might as well give it a shot. And, 
what you might find is is that you might find that it's not really that bad. And then, you know, the worst case scenario is they don't get back to you. And and I really don't think burning a bridge is really quite accurate because I think if you're respectful to the customer uh, and you, you're, you're trying to offer them a service that is going to benefit them, you know what I mean? It might not be the right time or you might not be ready uh, or they might not be, you know, interested in your type of service that you're offering at that moment, but it might be something that you can do in the future. So anyways, um, moving forward with DIY demo. So let's lay this out. So anyways, a demo is a series of tracks, all right, recordings that you put together that creates about a minute, no more than a minute and a half long uh, recording of you and the different variety of things you can do. There are many different types of demos. Um, The number one demo that I'm going to be talking about tonight is a commercial demo. Uh, As you guys know who listen to this podcast, I do a lot of audiobooks. But recently, I've started to get into e-learning as well as explainer videos, um, you know, doing a little bit of commercial work here and there. And, uh, you know, so and, and of course, I always do some character work. So, you know, doing a, a commercial demo is probably by far the demo that everyone is going to look at first, no matter who they are or what company they're with. Um, and, um, you know, it's a good place to start. So anyways, um The first thing I want to say is that you're going to lay out this demo with six to seven different recordings or tracks, okay? Each one of those tracks should be between six to 12 seconds long. They can be longer, all right? But if you think about if you have um, six tracks at 12 seconds, that's 12, 24, 36, 48. Uh, 60 and 72, right? So that's a minute and 12 seconds. So um, that's perfect, okay? Um, and with them varying back and forth, maybe some are a little bit more, maybe some are a little bit less. But you basically want to stick to six or seven tracks and uh, between six to 12 seconds apiece, okay? The next thing you're going to want to look for is um, your scripts. So here's here's something really cool. So, okay, I have to be honest probably been one of the biggest things that have held me back from creating my uh, demo is the, the the script. And it's silly because, you know, I've been in theater for most of my life. I know I can write, but, you know, it was just this hurdle or, hurdle or obstacle in my mind that was causing me not to be able to actually, you know, move forward with creating my own demo. Now, I've created demos in the past, and they've all been basically from work that I've done, you know, either either from Fiverr or Voice Bunny or anything like that, and there are just many tracks and stuff that I put together, and that, you can do that. That's absolutely wonderful, um, but, you know, I wanted to venture out and actually create my own demo from scratch, um, so anyways, um, what what I did was is I started doing some research. And as I started doing some research on YouTube and, uh, you know, I took uh, a couple classes, I began to realize that, you know, there is nothing that says that we can't use actual commercials that have been done before. Um, now, you, you know, you can take the words 
all right, that you uh, that you find um, from these commercials, and you can reword them a little bit and change them around to fit yourself or you know, your dynamic. But the reality is, is that you know, there's we're not selling this. No one is going to care. Okay, I mean, now I have to admit, if you do something really famous, right, if you pick a commercial or a spot that's really super famous, and you do everything the same way, you know, someone's going to recognize that, and then they're going to. They're they're not necessarily going to wonder why you did. They're going to wonder, can you be something unique on your own? So, you know, it's good to find there's so much out there that's available. And YouTube is such a fantastic spot. So you go to YouTube and you just type in commercials, type in radio commercials, type in uh, explainer videos, type in, um, you know, retail commercials, uh, type in... um, um, car commercials, any type of commercials you can type in, YouTube will just come up with everything. And a really cool thing about YouTube as well is, is that you didn't know there's a transcribe button. So if you hit the transcribe button, which is in the bottom right, of it's those little dots, those three little dots underneath the screen on the bottom right of the, the actual um, video screen, it has a transcribe now. And it will literally transcribe the video the words in the video. This option is not for all of them, but for the most of them, I found like pretty much all of them, it is. So it's really, really cool. So not only does it, you can see the video and hear the music, but you can transcribe it. Now, a quick thing on music. Um, for this particular one, I'm, I'm going to recommend that you don't use any music uh, just because, you know, starting out, it's difficult to mix in music uh, while you're actually doing the, um, the read and I mean, what I mean by that, of course, you'd mix in the music after. But what I'm saying is, is, is knowing how to engineer um, the music bed and understanding that when you talk, you know, the music bed needs to come down while still going in the background. And when you stop talking, it needs to come back up. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go on with mixing the music and then you got to find the right music and, uh, you know, it, there, there's so much to do. So we're, we're just going to focus on reading at the moment. So um, anyways, so moving forward, so you, you put these, you, you find these commercials, you transcribe them. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Okay, and um, you know, you, you want to try to find six different types of reads. Okay, you're going to really search for different types of reads. So, you know, you want one read that's going to be your, um, uh, n- you know, guy or gal next door. Okay, you're going to want uh, the next read to be maybe a, a corporate narration read. Okay, maybe, you know, something like, you know, Ford or, you know, you're doing some sort of training series. Okay, the next thing like e-learning. So that kind of goes into e-learning, but e-learning is not necessarily corporate because e-learning covers a wide range of um, different types of, uh, you know, history and 
uh, arts and it, you know, it can be anything. So anyway, so you want to do something with e-learning, uh, then you're going to want to do an explainer video. Okay. Uh, some sort of explainer, whiteboard explainer videos. They're really, really super hot right now. And that's, uh, something good that you can do. Um, you also want to do something authoritative. Okay. You want to do something like authoritative. Um, and you know, you also want to do, uh, something high energy, upbeat, uh, you know, lots of excitement. All right. Um, and then, you know, you're going to want to do something low key, nice and easy, where your voice and your volume gets down a little bit lower. You slow down and you sell a Honda Genesis. <laughs> Anyways, I, so yeah, so you're going to want to pick those six or seven different topics I just went over. And you're going to want to look for those commercials and those videos and make those your reads. You're going to transcribe the commercials when you find them on YouTube. Change around some of the words if you want. But I really don't think you need to. Some people are going to say, you have to change the words. I'm going to say, no, you don't. Because no one's going to say anything to you unless they pick, you know, unless you're auditioning for someone who wrote that commercial or, or produced that commercial, which is highly unlikely. Okay, but or they're you know it's so famous that everybody and their sister knows it. You're not you don't need to worry about it. Just use the stuff. No one says you can't, and you can cut and splice them so they're not the same because you're not going to take an entire minute and a half for you know commercial. You're going to narrow it down to six to twelve seconds. So you know use that uh, as a source, and then you have unlimited amount of scripts that you can use. Okay, so you're going to find those six or seven different types. You're going to transcribe them, put them in your notepad, on a piece of paper, in a Word document or whatever, okay? And then you're going to open up your DAW, all right? And you are going to record each one of these as a separate track, all right? Um, um, you know, I've had a kind of a recent, you know, recent, I don't know, epiphany, if you will. Um, and, you know, I, um, and, and I guess this only comes from, doing it or, or hearing someone tell you about it or not. But, you know, there's this, um, huge idea out there. At least I had this idea that I had to, when I recorded my voice, you know, I had to put it through this crazy process of, you know, equalizing my voice and doing all of this stuff, you know, to it, um, and compressing it and doing all these things. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to do it, but what I'm going to say is that I think, um, less is more. And um, I'm going to run through kind of um, three different processes that you should take. So, um, you know, and this would be after you've recorded your, um, your track, all right, what to do with that raw file. Okay, so one of the things you want to do is when you listen back to it, you know, your goal here is for your voice to be as natural sounding as possible. I mean, close to close enough to your voice or you know what it what it sounds like in real time. So we don't want to amplify it at first. What we want to do is we want to try to subtract any of the frequencies that are making it it sound less like us and more like something else. Like if you get a muffled sound, you might want to go into your EQ. You can go into like a 10 or 20 band EQ depending on what DAW you're using. I use Adobe Audition. So it's easy, you know, so, you know, we have, there's different bands of um, EQ in here. 
so I just like go into a 10, uh, 10 band EQ and I can pull down some of the lower frequencies to where my voice doesn't sound as muffled. Okay. It starts to sound a little more natural, or maybe I sound really, 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 um, tinny, you know what I mean? And so I, I will go into that, um, EQ and I'll pull down some of the higher frequencies. All right. If you think of treble and bass, you know, high and low, you know, you can you can start and 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 fixing that so that your voice sounds more natural. And I really think you just need to focus on subtracting right now. Okay. Adding stuff really, you know, starts to turn your voice into something that's unnatural. And you might do it, you might be like, wow, this sounds really good, but the finished product on the other end actually doesn't sound like you. Doesn't you know it, it? It's an unnatural sound, and uh, you know less is more. So so let's say you've done that. You've EQ'd your voice if you needed it. Then you want to um, you know give your there's some things you can do quickly, but be careful with this um, to help your sound uh, become more fuller. And that's compression. Uh, compression. The idea behind compression is when you take a fi- um, when you take uh, sound waves and the the highest of the highs um, and the lowest of the lows, basically what you're doing on the highest of the highs is you're compressing, okay, you're compressing those high uh, peaks down and the low, low, um, low waves, you are um, expanding those so that basically you are trying to, um, you know, make the sound of your, your track more more full, more, you know, robust, all right? Um, so that there's, it's more even keel between, you know, from the whole piece so that you don't get these wild um, peaks and then you don't get super low uh, volume um, uh, peaks as well. So that's compression. But here's the challenge with compression. It's tricky and you've got to do it right. So my suggestion is if you, you want to look into that, go onto YouTube Okay, and look up compression and, uh, you know, how to compress your voice, uh, compression, a DAW for voiceovers, all that stuff. You'll find so much. It's all there. Um, um, so that's the other thing. The next thing would be a hard limiter uh, and a hard limiter. And I, I know you can do this in um, Audacity as well. And I know Pro Tools and everything has it depending on what your DAW is. But a hard limiter basically means that um, it limits how um, high your, um, volume can go. So, you know, if you set your hard limiter at negative three DB, which is what you should, um, it shouldn't go over that, you know, you will stop any sound from going up to negative three DB. So that's a really good thing to do. And the, a lot of hard limiters also allow you to bring up the volume of everything else and then stop it right at that that ceiling. So bring up the volume of the whole piece and then it stops it. So it becomes this even, nice, loud, but um, controlled sound from beginning to end. So anyways, those are the three things that I would recommend you doing and, and take some time and, and look them up, okay? And, you know, what you're gonna do after you've recorded all them and you've done some EQ and some back-end editing like I just talked about with compression and um, uh, compression and hard limiting, 
then what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put it all into one file. Um, now, depending on what your DAW is, Digital Audio Workspace, uh, like I said, I use Adobe Audition, so I can just open a multi-track and I can and just put um, you know one after the other in the different um, in the different beds. However, it's also easy to just um, like you know copy and paste into a new file each every track. Uh, and, you know, do it that way so that the idea is that you start at the beginning and it goes through and it's pretty, you know, there's a nice transition between each one to the other. Okay. And you want to play around with these and see how they work, see how people um, react to them. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's a trial and error. Everything is a test. So, you know, that's, um, that's that's how I created my D, my DIY um, or my demo, and uh, you know I really recommend you go out and do your own too. Um, you can if, if you can afford to you know pay for one, that's great. But I actually think that it's a really good idea to eat, you know just mess around and do your own because the reality is it's like when I was doing my demo, I read I must have read like you know each one of the reads, you know each one of the tracks I did, I, I read you know, quite a bit of takes. I just did one take after another and I tried to do things a little different. I tried to do a little subtle things differently. I tried to do different things with my voice. So because of that, I think, you know, I really, I, I really started to see what I could do uh, on different types of reads and how to, you know, manipulate my voice and that practice that I'm always talking about, you know, it really works out. So, you know, give it a shot. Go for it. Uh, don't be afraid to try your hardest. Um, and I guess the last thing I'm going to leave you with with the demo is, again, you are trying to show the difference in your voice and all the different things you can do. So you don't want them all to sound the same. You want them to sound different. You know, you want the guy next door to sound way different than the high-energy upbeat Set, you know, um, you know, sales pitch, you know, where it's where it's upbeat and you're starting to sell something and you're going to let everybody know that you've got this, you know, special limit, you know, special limited offer today kind of thing, you know. So it's really important for you to take the time and make a change. Um, I heard a really cool thing from um, Scott Brick, who's a very famous audiobook narrator. And, uh, you know, he talked to uh, he said that, you know, when you're doing a demo, it's really good if you can't do it on different days. He recommends that you try to do uh, one run demo uh, reading or, or one track uh, per day. Uh, and the idea behind that is, is that, you know, if you leave and then you come back the next day, you know, you're going to be in a different mindset. You're not going to sound the same um, and, and you'll be able to give a different read uh, a lot easier. Um, but, you know, if you don't have the time, you know, you can also get up and walk around, do something that will, you know, get you to another place. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to psych yourself up. Um, use emotions. If you're doing high energy, you really need to get, you know, excited and you need to get with a high energy. And you need to start getting up and above everybody else, you know. And if you, you've got a low type of a tone, you know, you really want to start trying to put yourself in that mindset. So, so the idea with all of this stuff is, you know, to really try to make it sound different, but of course, keeping 
your voice the same, uh, meaning that it's you, not somebody else. So anyways, I I hope this helps. And uh, I, I would love to hear y'all's DIY demos. So if you go out and make one, please do. And, and you know, send me, put upload it here. Uh, send me a message where I can go see it, whether you put it on your website or you post it somewhere on, on another site or whatever you're doing with it. You put it on SoundCloud, let me know, and I'd love to come and listen to it, all right? Well, thank you guys so much, uh, and I, I, I can't wait to hear your demos. All right, have a great night. Peace.